0: there are messages. When we're talking to our children, what message are we really communicating? Sometimes we're communicating a hidden message. And that's what we're going to be talking about today in our Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. Welcome. I would like to thank Web Talk Radio for allowing me to have a platform on bringing this information to you. I would also like to thank my producers, Sam and Mary Lou, for putting together the packages of these podcasts so that you can hear them everywhere you are at. Let's get started. So when we're talking to our children, we're using a lot of different communication tools. We're using our tone. We're using the inflection of our voice, we're using the volume of our voice, and we're also using our physical hands, the gestures in our face, the posture in our body. I would like to also suggest that we're also using something that you think they cannot see. We are also communicating to our children the mental success or defeat that we think that they can achieve. We think that we're not communicating those mental images and mental thoughts, but I suggest that the child can read in between the lines and I think that has a lot to do with their response to how they interact with us. I've had to personally learn that the way I communicated with my daughter when she was my son's age I could not communicate the same style or um, way with my son. Communicating with my son who has ADHD has been a learning process let me tell you and um, I've had to really dig in to various resources and experts to help me learn how to communicate with my son my my deep deep belief is that every child can learn and with that in learning how to communicate to my son i i did i grew frustrated because what i was doing at first wasn't working and so I really admire and I appreciate all the experts in the field of um, pediatrics all the counselors, all the therapists um, and you have to you, you have to um, shop may I say around you have to find the right person that you feel comfortable with because you know your child. You might be frustrated, but you know your child and you love your child and so you want the best for your child. Um, so in that search, I have done a lot of reading, a lot of researches of the the topic of not only uh, communicating with a child that has ADHD, Is communicating with children who have various different kinds of learning styles, different attention patterns. I mean, that's just the way when I was researching it, I I just found some information along the way I would read it, and, and also I took some courses. One author I would like to highlight in our talk today that really touched my heart Because this author wrote his book in a way that he, I could tell that he really had some personal interactions with people of various ages with ADHD and he was able to communicate what happens when an adult who goes without treatment, what happens to that person in their adult life. And this author was the one I feel that really made a big impact on teaching me a little bit more concretely <laughs> on how to uh, help my son. All the other inf- researchers, all the other authors were also a big help. Everyone has, has been so great. But I needed that key to trigger, to transfer uh, what I was learning into a style that would be meaningful for my son. Um, the reason why this book is so helpful is because it covers every aspect of a person's life, and I th- I think that fits my style as a nurse. You take care of a person physically, mentally, and spiritually, and that's how this book is written. It it was written just like how I learned um, my nursing profession. Again, I want to stop and pause and make a disclaimer this is not a class to diagnose or to advise of treatment. This information is being passed as educational. So if you find that whatever I'm saying Um, you feel that maybe um, you can relate to it, I really do recommend go to a professional. Find a counselor, a a psychologist, a psychiatrist, a doctor. Talk to someone in the specialty that can help. It will help. Sometimes, sometimes, we as parents are the ones that's preventing us from getting our children the help because we are we're scared you know we don't want our children to be labeled we don't want them to be disadvantaged because of whatever uh, but just know that you are your child's voice and you do not have to subject your your child to something that is going to hurt them So, you know, you want to be able to address and use uh, information wisely. So, I want to tell you the name of the book. This book is called Pathways to Success, A Comprehensive Guide to Thriving with ADHD. Maybe the title is what caught my eye. Thriving with ADHD? Oh, really? Yes, and it's written by Rabbi Aharon Lenner, L-E-R-N-E-R. You can Google the name of the book, and it'll bring up all the publishers where you can get the book if you're interested. In Chapter 7, I want to explore with you. It says, Know Your Child. It's very important. One thing that he highlights is says that when we're dealing with our child and they have different this one this book in particular is dealing with a d h d but I would say any kind of attention type of difficulties when we're dealing with our child, this child is so complex that negative feelings for him, they kind of sometimes they get stirred up inside of us. And it's not the negative feelings towards the child in my opinion. It's the negative feelings that we have towards ourselves because we can't help our child. And it's like being able trying to reach For our child that is in a pool of water and we cannot grab their hand. And it's frustrating. You're trying everything. Realize that every child is different. So how we communicate with our children is going to be different. And I know that is so common. We all know that. Right? you have a child that has different abilities that is a different step to learn in my opinion. One thing that Rabbi Lerner points out is to find the child's strength. Even though we are learning how to communicate through the tantrums, through the procrastinations and we're asking ourselves didn't he hear what I said why do I have to repeat myself five times in spite of all that get to know the child's strengths and that's what I had to do I mean I had to read it and I realized oh yeah what is his strengths and I realized My child likes to build. He likes to put things together. He likes to take things apart. And I realized when he was taking things apart, I was getting frustrated. But what I didn't realize on the other side of this dimension, this, you know, if you look at things three dimensional, he was taking things apart because that's how he was learning. He was using his hands. He wanted to figure things out so he could put it back together again, like a puzzle. And so instead of filling his world with, no, don't take it apart, I really complimented him on, wow, you're really good with your hands. You're learning how to take that apart so you can figure out how to put it together. His whole demeanor changed because it was like i hit the nail on the head i keep telling him you're good with your hands you're a builder And in building on his strengths i got hobbies for him that he would build things with do you know that he he's a very good reader he would take his little instructions of his little building kits he would go and things together according to the instructions now the first couple of times I had to help him but after that he wanted to do it by himself what he wanted was the positive feedback and it took me a while to figure that out neglect is dangerous when we are wanting to help our child we have to be open to give them the help that they require instead of thinking about it of giving them the help that I think maybe is good for them what kind of help does your child really need to help them get better at the strengths that they are showing you but first you have to look at the strengths my son was in swim class and one thing that the coach said find his strengths and build on that and you know this coach has seen a lot of children swimming in this in this uh, particular swim club and so people who deal with a lot of different children when they have children progress at heart, they are really telling us something that will help our children grow. We also have to believe our children. When a child has a, a special ability, many times that child is communicating from their world if they feel that they in a they are in a world of negativity they are going to communicate in a limited way so that they can fit in to that environment many times the what the way your child is communicating is in a is is truth in that child's perspective is what I'm trying to say bits and pieces or chunks of information is missing, and we've all had the opportunity to explore with our child the what happened and then the child freezes up and nothing is said and what do we do what 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 have I done well you know i put my child in time out or take privileges away. And actually, I really didn't give a chance for my child to express and give them the time to express what really happened because fear set in. And again, the hidden message. What is my voice uh, voice tone like? What is the expression on my face like? What are my arms? I tend to, to talk with my hands. What are they doing? Waving in the air. So I'm really not looking really inviting in uh, someone who was scared to share with me the truth. So I've had to learn how to monitor myself. And that's what also this book has helped me to do. When my son began to express himself I had to say okay I understand and I would repeat exactly what my child was saying. I found when I reflect what he had said often he would say no that's not what I mean and then he would explain a little bit more of what he was really trying to say then I realized sometimes when we are in fear we either flee, freeze or, or fight and so when my, my child is shutting down, he can't think, because I was taking that opportunity away from him. The more I showed my son, how much I trust what he was saying, and realized that sometimes the gaps um, that was missing in his conversation was because he was freezing or he was fearing he was pulling away. I had to give him permission to communicate however way he could. So, built trust. With your child. In a way that communicates your trust. I had to stop waving my hands. You know. if That's fine. I tend to wave my hands when I talk. I had to stop waving my hands. I had to learn how to. Walk away sometimes. If I felt like. My voice was getting too loud. I had to walk away. And learn. How to talk in a lower tone this has all been a learning experience believe me giving him responsibility is another thing that has been so helpful as my son gained trust he was really uh, showing his talents he wanted some responsibility why because he wanted the praise the children that have ADHD they have a lot of negative self talk so he has responsibilities they're not like my daughter but they give him the opportunity to work and to contribute he takes the he takes the um, the uh, silverware out of the dishwasher and he puts all the silverware away and now recently he said he um, wants to take on the responsibility to put the dishes in the dishwasher and so even if he puts in one plate we say thank you it's so helpful and you should see how positive he is anything that he does even if it's a little bit, we have learned as a family to encourage him and to give him incentives. And if he doesn't get it right the first time, it's okay. Because what I have learned is what we are rewarding is his abilities and his desires. Don't don't you have inside your desires and your abilities? And we do that self-talk before we do action. It's the same thing, except with the ADHD child, it's a little bit more immature. It hasn't developed yet, and so I wanted to share the content, some of the the highlights of this book. I mean, I haven't even touched on a lot of the the highlights of what uh, Rabbi Lerner goes into. But I just want to say, this book is written for a parent. You are a professional. You could be in any profession in the world. But when you are a parent, sometimes it's really helpful to have someone sit down with you and talk to you as a parent and that's what I found helpful about pathways to success I see that because my child has ADHD it is not a crippling handicap it is a ability that he has to learn how to use in his adult life and so the whole mindset has changed there's many professionals who have ADHD and they're able to do more than one or two things at the same time <laughs> um, and that is a blessing so I just wanted to share with you this wonderful book It is on my website I put a, a picture of it on the on my website as a featured um, resource I have also uh, put on my website all the resources that I have used so far the resources are rich just know you have a child that has special abilities You are not alone. Thank you for joining me in Transition Awareness Breathing Podcast. I look forward to talking to you next time. Have a great day.